You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the prod, the prod, the podcast. So that's a podcast and a broadcast. It's both. All mixed up into one because it really is. We're a podcast and a radio show. We welcome you. What we do is we take a chapter of the Bible, read it, spend some time in the chapter with the Lord. Just, Lord, speak to our hearts. Uh, what, what in here? Help me see some things. Help me feel some things. Mm-hmm. Help me to uh, maybe understand what's going on in the world that these people are moving around in. Uh, what did it look like? Uh, you know, where these things were happening. And, and uh, most of all, Lord, w- w- help me with something in my own heart uh, so that I, I would know you know, more about you, know, know you better. Anyway, so that's what we do. We read a chapter, and uh, then I and a coast come down to the studio we have here at the Merritt Island campus. We read it, and then we talk about wherever God leads us. We do not have a preordained uh, area we're going to go to. Uh, we m- maybe have taken a couple of notes. Uh, I write, I have a wide margin Bible, mm-hmm. so I write some notes in it. Uh, Pastor David's using his phone, so mm-hmm. hard to write. He writes on that with a Sharpie. I and do. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> um, so you know, we're just we're just going to read the Bible and trust the Holy Spirit to speak to our hearts. And Pastor Dave is going to tell you how to get involved. All right, we want you guys to jump in. The best way to jump in on Morning Breath is get the East Coast app. Just go to your app store and put in East Coast Christian Center. You'll see the icon pop up. Just download that. Obviously, it's free, but it's a great way to get events, past sermons, Morning Breath. Everything is on that. It's also on our website, and that's eccc.us. And uh, find East Coast on Facebook, East Coast Christian Center on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube because we're constantly putting out uplifting and great content to uh, help you and your family, but also plug you into small groups yep. and events and things that yep, are going yep, on. Yep. So, And if you have no access to any of that, um, call 321-452-1060, and we will get the information out to you. Yeah, and speaking of calling, we have a request. We are uh, trying to make some important decisions concerning radio, mm. and we need to know if you listen to the radio. Uh, we not podcast we you know we can track that we have the ability uh you know to do the metrics and see all of the podcast listeners and there's literally thousands of people that do it by podcast and we're super grateful for them but we need to know if you listen to the radio you actually turn on your radio on WMIE and listen to the program either at 7:30 to 8 in the morning or 4 to 4:30 in the afternoon or, or even the Saturday night service uh, that is broadcast at 5:30 on WMIE we need you to call that same number 452-1060 of course it's 321-452-1060 i know it's an inconvenience i know it's hard to do uh, to take a moment out of your day to even remember, you know, because maybe you're driving in your car listening to your radio right now. We don't want you doing anything silly with your phone. Just keep driving and get to where you're going safely. That's more important. But we, we're asking you, please take time to call and let us know w- what time you listen to Morning breath on WMIE, very important to us, and, Super and that would help us help us spend God's money uh, in a, in a way that honors Him. Come on, there that's, we go. Good talking about honoring Him. We got kids camp coming up. 
Man, that's going to be incredible. Um, we got all the details for it, but it's going to be on June 6th at our Coco location. And um, go to our events page, and it'll, it'll fill you in. It's yep. it's um, it's really an incredible experience for your kids. So that's Look, Kids Camp. Yeah, they'll learn about Jesus with a smile on their face. Absolutely. My yep. kids go every year. They love it every year. They ask when it's coming. And mom, dad, it's a good little break for you, too. So Yeah, absolutely. And we're giving it to you well in advance because— yeah. Need to plan. Yeah. Summer is, uh, it'll be here before you turn around. And uh, we want you to be able to plan for it and, and have a great spot to put your kids for a few days. Come on. Well, I'll tell you what, we got debatably 20 verses today. Debatably, so. <laughs> yes. Well, we, we might get into that. So mm. uh, we're in Mark chapter 16, in case you don't know. And I'm going to read through verse 10, and then David's going to take uh, 11 through the end. So let's get going. All right, then, Pastor Dan, I say to you, read, sir. New King James. Now, when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome brought spices that they might come and anoint him. Very early in the morning, on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb when the sun had risen. And they said among themselves, who will roll away the stone from the door of the tomb for us? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away, for it was a very large stone. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a long white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who is crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him as he said to you. So they went out quickly and fled from the tomb, for they trembled and were amazed. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Now, when he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven demons. She went and told those who'd been with him as they mourned and wept. When they heard that Jesus was alive and that she had seen him, they did not believe it. Afterward, Jesus appeared in a different form to two of them while they were walking in the country. The, these returned and reported it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Later, Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creatures. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands and they will drink deadly poison. It will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well after the Lord Lord Jesus had spoken to them. He was taken up into heaven, and he sat at the right hand of God. Then when the disciples went out and preached everywhere, the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word by the signs that they accomp- that accompanied it. Amen. I mean, I feel like we need like four episodes just for this chapter. Yeah, it's it's a pretty amazing chapter. We, we were talking before the program uh, started about somebody had 
called Pastor David, just asking a question <laughs> about about the word. You know, what about this? Why is this this way, or why is this that way? And you know, there there is today a real um, struggle to believe at times, and it can be in any area. It could be in some of these areas that are mentioned right here: casting out devils, speaking with new tongues taking up servants, drinking deadly things, laying hands on the sick, and seeing them recover, all of that type of stuff. But there, there's, a, there's a lot of not believing going on in this chapter. We have two eyewitnesses, not two, you had the two guys on the road to Emmaus, right. and then you had Mary Magdalene, but we also know that even though it says that they didn't they said nothing to anyone for they were afraid that they when after Mary Magdalene said something then they spoke up we know from another gospel and they spoke up said we saw we saw an empty tomb we we saw an angel mm-hmm. we talked to an angel he is risen he is risen and um you know so an angel spoke it and uh they the ladies had trouble believing it mary magdalene saw him and she was probably the first person to actually truly believe that jesus rose from the dead but then when she went back and told the disciples they wouldn't believe and then the guys on the road to emmaus they they didn't you know they came back and said hey Jesus is alive and here's the wild part is um I think Jesus told them seven times somewhere around that number I may not be right on that so don't you know don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't theologically throw me in the garbage can because I don't have that number right but around seven times Jesus told them, he was going to be crucified, die, and rise from the dead. No doubt. As a matter of fact, I, I was mowing the yard the other day just listening to the book of Mark because that's how like super holy I am. Yeah, and, it was yeah, like, like, and it was a pinging off on me like a text message alarm. I was like, wow, he just told them he's going to get crucified. He flat out told them. Yeah. Like, And then they go, who's going to be the greatest though? You know, like they weren't even listening. That so, was like, terrible. That's you know, like. Come on, guys. You're arguing about who's being the greatest, and you just right. heard Jesus said he was going to be crucified? Yeah. Don't you know what crucified means? Yeah, and kind of feeling this chapter as well, um, I, had, I had a couple of uh, a, an interesting thought. When the ladies went to the tomb, they said, who will roll away the stone for us? Mm. That told me something I didn't. I never realized before. We know from, and I really, if, if you really want to understand the, the crucifixion, the burial, and resurrection of Christ, you need to read all the Gospels because they, they paint a much fuller picture of everything that's going on in this section. But we know from a, another Gospel that the Jewish leaders were afraid that his disciples would come at night and steal his body. So they said, put a Roman seal on that grave and set a Roman guard up to guard them so they can't do that. So that we killed him and we want to make sure he stays dead and that they don't come up with this phony plan 
to, you know, trick us into believing that he rose from the dead, they put Roman guard there. So what this tells you, see, this isn't the day and age we live in right now. If they put Roman guard up around a tomb, it'd be on social media. Yep. You'd have be, people be ticking and talking and mm-hmm. Twitter and, and I don't I don't know any of that stuff. But you know, it'd be on Facebook and everything else. Everybody'd know. But these women had no idea Mm-mm. that there'd been a Roman guard there because obviously, if there's a whole set of Roman soldiers there, we got our stone rollers. <laughs> Right. They'll roll him away so we can anoint his body for burial, you know, prepare it. That would be something they would be willing to do. And and that so they they had no idea that was even going on. And I just think it's amazing, you know, the world we live in today and how much information we have that this group of people whose only connections were face to face or in this case letters come on written come on i love here too looking at this about that face-to-face value that there are so many people that i don't want to say so many people i have come across a group of people inside of christianity that are all about miracle signs and wonders and i i preach to the college age and i'd say about every two months i get a new little group of people that come in guys girls that are like pastor what about miracle signs and wonders and healings and this and that what we need to have a miracle service and have people come down and da 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 da. and i always ask them the same thing i always say well what's your message and they're like what do you mean like like lay on hands and the sick shall recover and i'm like okay but what's your message like like what are you trying to say what what needs to be said they're like people need to know the mightiness and glory and the god and this and i'm like you understand that verse 15 in mark 16 says go into the world and preach the gospel to all creation and these will follow you see if you want a miracle you need to bring the message you don't go out there looking for miracles and hoping God shows up. You go and tell this world that Jesus has risen and watch <laughs> Jesus show up. All right. Like too many people are fixated on the miracle when you really, if you want to see that happen, you need to be fixated on the message. So, and that's really where the power flows because God's not out there to boost your ego because you want to look like super holy man because someone uh, recovered from a fever or a tendon in a knee or a shoulder was now miraculously healed because I will help you right now. You had very little to do with that, donkey. You had very little to do with that. All right. That was all God. So, you know. Yeah. That's. You know, uh, just just as a, a note, a side note to that is uh, I just uh, received a Facebook message from someone that I know well, someone who is, uh, oh, I would guess 50 to 60 years old, who had a serious medical problem, uh, diagnosed, you know, by the doctor, um, being treated for it, uh having actual actual medical little devices in them to help them, you know, function. Uh, that's the kind of, you know, thing it was. I don't want to get too personal here. And um, they, uh, their wife felt like God was telling her to pray for him. And she did. And amazingly enough, now this these are people who... I've never heard them say, man, we want to have a miracle service or, 
Mm-hmm. Very, very uh, great Christians, people who mm-hmm. love the Lord, attend church all the time. She basic, He said she basically kind of passed out when she prayed for me and just kind of slumped in my lap. And uh, I thought, well, wow. And uh, within a very short period of time, minutes, the problem appeared to go away. And so they went to the doctor and uh, there's a way to measure this problem. And they were, he was at like a three or a six, somewhere in that area, low number, and you're supposed to be at 30. Oh, wow. And so it was very low. And uh, so the doctor said, well, let's just test and see where you're at now. 40. Whoa, that's awesome. It, and is still doing well today. Come on. Um, God still heals. Come on. Um, but I, I'm with Pastor David. Uh, I I really, it's hard for me to find where the Bible says go and seek miracles. Right. Um, we see, I see miracles all the time. Um, I believe I counted up 36 total healings in the gospel Come on. where Jesus healed. And when I say 36, some of that 36 is, and he healed all, like a crowd was there. Mm-hmm. And so the number 36 is just how many times him healing somebody is mentioned, not how many people he healed. Well, John says, dude, if I had to tell you everything he did, you don't have you don't have enough books. There's man. not enough books out, enough out books, there. You, you haven't been. Yeah. To, you got to go to the Library of <laughs> Congress, and still isn't enough enough books out there to write that all down. Um, I will say, you know, like some people knock this portion of scripture, they will take up serpents because of that. I personally believe uh, what it's talking about, they will take up serpents if they drink any deadly thing, it'll by no, by no means hurt them. I think that's simply saying that if you're out preaching the gospel, that God offers supernatural protection to yep. you. And uh, like some people say, man, how could you ever go to Africa? That'd be crazy. Or, you know, you're gonna go to you're gonna go to a, a Muslim country in the middle. I mean, where where they where they kill Christians? What are you nuts? The safest place to be in the world is in the will of God. Come on, that's the safest place to be. Now, I personally have never been involved with any snakes. Right. I mean, I've I've picked up snakes and done all that, but that's just because I'm an outdoorsman. And I, I'm. Come on. I, I just that's. They're outdoors. They're, they're outdoors, <laughs> and I'm outdoors, and so I like catching them, and so I do, and that that's just because. And I, I did that long before I was a Christian, and probably you know. So that's just that. But I actually, when I uh, was in India one time, uh, re, uh, exposed a uh, ministry that was ripping off uh, about a dozen churches in America. Mm. And that n- night, I actually um, think I was poisoned. I was not well for almost a year, and I I just barely made it through the night. Mm-hmm. But I made it. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of things I think it's talking about. is isn't saying... You should go get a bottle of poison. Or you should go play with snakes now. And test no. it. That's Jesus confronted that when he was talking to the devil 
when the devil said, well, if you're the son of God, jump off the building. Right. And he said, you don't put God to a foolish test, you idiot. I mean, that's Dan's paraphrase. You know, that would that's dumb. Don't, don't do that. But if, you know, in the process of seeking God and following his leading, there is divine protection Absolutely. available to you. So throughout the pandemic, people would come to me and they would say, oh, pastor. And, and, and one person came up to me and he was super charged. What are you doing about the vaccine? Are you going to get it? Are you not going to get it? And I mean, the dude was a prisoner to a spirit of fear. I mean, he was he was in bondage to fear. And you have your opinions, whoever is out there and listening. And I respect and I love your opinion. And God bless the troops that defend that we're allowed to have our different opinions. But I chose not to be vaccinated at the time. But I also came across the scripture. And I'd tell people, I'd say, if you choose to not get vaccinated or you choose to, and you are now afraid because all this information or whatever is getting put out there because everybody has their thing, then just pray over your body. Because if, if if God can stop the poison of a cobra, God can can do a lot of things. But one thing he doesn't want his son and daughter being is a, is being in bondage to a spirit of fear. And fear. Like, just pray over your body, people. Either way, either way. Like, you're like, let's get back rooted on what Jesus told us to do, you know, like yeah. and, and the power he's given us. And so. I, I don't know where you guys are out there. And I, I, I don't know how many people know my my journey with uh I, I my my life has not changed at all from mm-hmm. covid i i came to work every day i've never t- had to take a day off because of covid mm-hmm. i've never tested positive um i've got you know by and and i say all that by the grace of god come on but about a year into the process i got vaccinated Mm-hmm. And the reason I did, and we prayed about it as a family, Carol and I prayed about it. I had no, I had not ever considered getting vaccinated at all. It it wasn't, not because I was afraid of the vaccination, not because of the mark of the beast or right. getting in on this. All of that is a bunch of garbage because I just didn't need to. I'm, you know, I just thought, hey. I'm going to just do it, do it this way, and Jesus has got my back, and that's good. But then my son got COVID, who is a fireman, mm-hmm. and he had to spend two weeks. This was earlier on, where you had to be, you know, two weeks in quarantine. So he's quarantined by himself in his home. And if I was vaccinated, I could have gone to my son's home. Mm-hmm. I could have helped him. I could have been Come on. a companion to him, right. a friend. And I thought to myself, which is more valuable to me? Me being able to brag, right. I've not been vaccinated, look, I never got it. Or me get vaccinated, have this card, and be able to go and do anything I need to do for Jesus. And so I got vaccinated. Come on. And so everybody's got their own reason. We got to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, 
Coco and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060 extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. All right, here we go. Some final thoughts from Mark 16. I'm kind of going to just grab the bull by the horns on this one because in verses 20, I love what the final thought is, and he says, the disciples went out and preached everywhere. And this is going off the Great Commission. And the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word by the signs that accompanied it. I love that. And the Lord worked with them. 
You see, it's just like walking. You take a step, the Lord takes a step. You take steps together. That motion is one, one entity, one, one person. That's you and Jesus, you and the Lord, you and the Holy Spirit, however you want to look at or phrase it, are moving forward. You make a move, he makes a move, all right? And it's powerful. He's not just going to leave you out there and abandon you when you step out in faith and walk with him. Okay. And I love how I said he's going to meet you where you're at too, because the Lord worked with them. He's not sitting up in heaven, just expecting you to figure this out. He actually wants to work with you and do a work through you and with you in this world. And when we understand that God is good, then that's what he's doing man our faith walk becomes so much more powerful well guys don't forget to text or call 321-452-1060 let us know when and how you're listening that means a ton to us be blessed guys we're gonna find you in the next couple chapters see you later we hope you enjoyed today's episode of the morning breath podcast if you did we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.